sweethearts! Welcome back to another episode of Life and Love Cafe Podcast. In this new topic, we're going to find out whether you are in a healthy relationship or said to say a toxic one. But the good thing is, the last part of this episode will also tell us how to turn things around and how to move forward. For now, let us know what does a toxic relationship look like. Before that, I'm Franz, your host here at Life and Love Cafe. I used to be a radio DJ giving relationship advices, but now I'm a self-made entrepreneur behind VA Bureau Philippines, Glamorized, and Sweet Bites. I'm a part-time baker, a mom, and married for three years. And just a little disclaimer that I'm not a relationship expert or a psychologist or whatsoever. I am simply sharing my past experiences in my past relationship and how I was able to learn from it. So, what does a toxic relationship look like? Well, first of all, controlling behaviors. Or you can say too much jealousy. It's like, you know, questioning where you are all the time or becoming overly upset when you don't immediately answer texts are both signs of controlling behavior, which can contribute to toxicity in a relationship May mga ganito talaga eh. Meron pa nga yung constantly checking your phone, kung sino ang ka-chat mo or ka-text mo. May kausap ka lang na let's say ka-work or a friend, uh, and then he would immediately react and ask you a couple of questions. So, yun. Controlling. Ninahanap ka lagi kapag ilang sandali lang na mawala ka sa paningin niya. Next thing is lack of support. So, your time together has stopped being positive or supportive of your goals. So, healthy relationships are based on a mutual desire to see the other person succeed in all areas of life. Dapat masaya sila When you are achieving something, uh, when you are um, being successful, but when things turn toxic, every achievement becomes a competition. In other words, you don't feel like they have your, you know, your back. Next is ignoring your needs. So going along with whatever your partner wants to do, even if it goes against your wishes or comfort level, is a sure sign of toxicity. May mga tao kasi na insensitive or, you know, they just don't care kung ano yung gusto or need mo. As long as whatever it is that would benefit them, yun yung masusunod. Kahit pa, it can be an inconvenience to you. Next sign of toxicity is constant stress. So, a normal amount of tension runs through every, every relationship. But finding yourself constantly on edge is an indicator that something is off. This ongoing stress can take a toll on your physical and emotional health. Next one is dishonesty. Ayan, alam nyo to. This is very common. If you're, if you're in a toxic relationship... You often find your partner constantly making up lies about his whereabouts or who he is meeting up with to avoid spending time with you. Diba? And hindi lang yun. Sa iba-iba pa mga bagay, of course. Uh, they, they are being dishonest of what they actually really feel. You know, they, 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 be, they, they make up lies about who are they talking to if, if that person is really their friends and you know, etc., etc. So, next thing is lack of self-care. So, in a toxic relationship, guys, you might let go of your usual care habits. I mean, self-care habits. You might withdraw from hobbies you once loved, neglect your health, and sacrifice your free time. 
Pero, aside from that, you are hoping for change, which goes to our next um, category of a, toxic, of a toxic relationship, which is hoping for change. Here's the thing. You've seen all these signs, all these red flags, but you're still hoping for change. You stay in that relationship because you see the other person's potential or think that if you just change yourself and your action, they might change as well. Dito pumapasok yung sinasabing martire. Yung hoping ka na magbabago siya. Well, to be honest, in my opinion, all of us have our ugly sides and that we are all a work in progress. If you think that person is doing efforts, even if it's just little steps to change and improve himself, we'll give him a chance. But if you don't see any signs of changed behavior, don't stay. Next one is walking on eggshells. You worry that by bringing up problems, you'll provoke extreme tension. So you become conflict avoidant and you just keep all the issues to yourself. Kay pagwawalang kibo mo na lang instead of communicating with that person about what your problems are. And next thing is patterns of disrespect. Uh, this is when your fighting and yelling at each other comes in. You know, how you how your partner speaks to you, how he doesn't listen to what your feelings are, how he doesn't, you know, uh, listen to your side. So these are one of those disrespect actions that your partner does and a sign of toxicity in a relationship. And last one, negative financial behaviors. So your partner might make financial decisions, including purchasing big ticket items or withdrawing large sums of money without consulting you. So mali mo, you actually didn't know that your partner has a gambling problem, right? Spending money problems, right? So this is also one of the things you, you actually need to focus on. Um, in a guy or in a in a person in a partner in a woman that you are in a relationship with so these are these are what you call red flags now i just do hope that the people out there they realize that during the dating stage right during the courtship the dating stage they would see earlier they would realize earlier how it can be difficult on the later time dealing with a partner that has toxic attributes, that has toxic sites. And then, um, avoid it. I think that would be my wish for everyone so that, you know, in the end, both parties will not get hurt as much. So, the question now is, can this kind of relationship be saved? Well, yes. First of all, as long as you see your partner willing to invest, that's one. You both display an attitude of openness and willingness to invest in making the relationship better. So, just like ako, um, with my husband, of course, we're married for three years and we both have our own differences. So, magasawa, that's t- that's totally normal to argue sometimes. Uh, there are times that both of us, or individually, might be already on the edge and might be almost on the edge of giving up and all that. That happens. It's normal. But, if you see your partner, if if you as a couple, you see each other, the willingness to invest, to to display an attitude of openness and willingness to make things better for both of you, uh, that is one of the good thing about a couple. 
um, that even though they argue sometimes, even though that they realize their indi- individuality, their differences, they're still willing to work things out and adjust for each other, right? Especially in our case, because we're no longer just lovers like boyfriends and girlfriends. We're not just teenagers. We are married and we have a child. So it's no longer just about us as individual partners i mean as individual person but we now have a kid that we have to uh, prioritize anyway so by manifesting an interest in deepening conversation is also um you know uh, a way of working working things out and the next thing is uh, acceptance of responsibility. So, recognizing the past behaviors that, you, that have harmed the relationship is vital on both ends. It reflects an interest in self-awareness and self-responsibility. So, instead of blaming each other, how about we shift from blaming to understanding? So, if you're both able to steer the conversation away from blaming and more towards understanding and learning, there may be a path forward. No, it's not just may, but there will be a path forward. Okay, next. Openness to outside help. Here's the thing. There was a time that my husband and I, um, you know, we had this huge problem in our marriage life. And uh, the good thing about it was our openness to outside help, our openness to uh, ask help from an expert or someone that is the right person to give us guidance uh, in our marriage. And that's actually also one of the signs uh, that you both, as a, as a couple, would like to, you know, turn things around in your relationship. Because that means if you are doing an effort to turn things around, that means you, you guys still love each other. You guys still want to work things out. You guys still want to be together. So, ayun, um, I think if you, um, don't be ashamed, ladies and gentlemen, don't be ashamed if you guys, if you think you guys need help as a couple, ask for advice, especially experts, especially spiritual experts that can guide your marriage. So, here are some steps for turning things around. First of all, don't dwell on the past. So, let's say, um... Um, there was a big argument before or there was a mistake that was committed by your partner you know for you guys to move forward is I think do not keep on bringing up the past keep on bringing up that mistake because if you keep on bringing that mistake first of all that past mistake that's not gonna change it already happened so it's only going to damage both of you as as a couple you know, if you keep on bringing it up. But instead of doing that, um, for, forget it. Forget the past. Forgive. Because if you are a person that, that doesn't forgive, it's actually like you are punishing yourself. Because every time you think of it, you, you feel remorse. You feel anger. So, I mean, you know, we have to forgive and forget for us, for you guys as a couple to work. So, yeah, as what I'm saying, do not dwell on the past because part of repairing the relationship will likely involve addressing past events, but this shouldn't be the sole focus of your relationship moving forward. So resist the temptation to constantly refer back to negative scenarios. So 
view your partner with compassion is the second step to turn things around. So, ganito kasi yun eh. Um, when there are arguments and it keeps on reoccurring, there are times that yung galit kasi at yung anger tuwing nag-aaway, kapag paulit-ulit, nagkakapatong-patong. And sometimes, we don't realize anymore that we still love that person. It's just that the arguments, the fights, the yelling, they cover your love, they cover your feelings for your husband or your for your partner. So usually that's the that's what happens. The compassion is losing. The compassion is almost gone. So for you guys to move forward is you have to view your partner with compassion, with love, with kindness. When you find yourself wanting to blame your partner for all the problems in the relationship, try taking a step back and looking at the potential motivators behind their behavior. Have they been going through a hard time at work? Was there some family drama weighing heavily on their mind? These aren't excuses for bad behavior, I know. But they can help you come to a better understanding of where your partner's coming from. So, ganito kasi ay usually ang um, problems ng mga couple. Um, they keep on insisting na, paano yung nararamdaman ko? Paano, how, how am I going to um, resolve this? Like, he's not doing anything to resolve our issue. Hindi niya alam na sasaktan ako, hindi niya malang naiintindihan yung feelings ko, ganito, ganyan. So, sometimes, why don't we try understanding um, our partner's side, you know? The, he could be, you know, may pinagdadaanan siguro siya that he, we must know. And that since we are his partner, we have to be there for him. Hindi yung laging tayo lang. Yung dapat na iniintindi. So, another one is practice healthy communication. You know what? This is actually very important. Because when you guys stick with uh, the way na wala lang kibuan kapag bad trip ka sa partner mo, hindi mo siya kikibuin ng you know, mahabang oras o ilang araw. This isn't gonna help because the the anger or the disappointment is just gonna pile up and that's not gonna help fix the situation or the current problem. So I think what I could recommend is you practice healthy communication. Pay close attention of how to how you talk to each other as human things. Be gentle with each other. Avoid sarcasm or mild jabs, at least for the time being. Also, focus on using I statements, especially when talking about relationship issues. For example, instead of saying, you don't listen to what I'm saying, you could say, I feel like you aren't listening to me when you take out your phone while I'm talking. So, yeah, you should be gentle instead. So... And last, next one is be accountable. So both partners must acknowledge their part, uh, their part of you know responsibilities. Um, I mean, you know, you have to be accountable. Both partners must acknowledge their part in fostering the toxicity. Hindi yung blame lang. Ay kasi kasalanan niya kaya kaya ganito kami kaya hindi maayos relasyon namin. It's always him, him, him. So uh, you have to also acknowledge your part. Hindi kasi pwedeng sabihin mo na yung partner mo may pagkukulang. Because we are all, all of us, we're not perfect. So, pwedeng tayo rin yung may kasalanan, ba? So, if you're going to account, to be accountable of your own actions in the relationship, so I think that's also gonna help in fixing the issues instead of just blaming that person. So, next one is you have to heal individually. It's important to, to, for each of you to individually determine what you need from the relationship and where your boundaries lie.
So even if you feel like you already know what your needs and boundaries are, it's worth revisiting them. So the process of rebuilding a damaged relationship offers a good opportunity to reevaluate how you feel about certain elements of the relationship. So, and the last one is hold space for each other's change. So remember, things won't change overnight. Over the coming months, work together on being flexible and patient with each other as you grow. So remember, especially if you got hurt, if you are in in your in your lowest point, um, it's not easy to forgive. I know, I know that I mentioned earlier that you should forgive uh, what your partner has done to you to keep the relationship working. I know I said that. But I also said, and I also wanted to remind you guys that things doesn't happen overnight or over a few days or over a few weeks. It can happen uh, within a month, within a few months, years, and you as his partner or you as her partner must also be patient with that. Help each other grow, because you know um, it's the only thing that will turn things around and if you really love that person i think sacrifices must also be made like let's say for example you got hurt um and then usually the pride comes in you don't let that you know happen to you again so what you're gonna do is to separate uh or break the relationship but really um deep inside deep down inside you still want to be with that person so you know, um, I think sacrifices as well must be made. Uh, for instance, if you really don't like uh, that that action to happen to you, or you, there are habits of her that you don't really like, but then you adjust yourself, you sacrificed um, for her just for you to be with each other. So I think, um, which is true, this is true. Relationship works hand in hand, of course. You both have to work it out. You you both have to uh you both have to adjust because as I mentioned earlier, every individual is different. So when you guys live together, it's gonna be a big adjustment. There might be arguments, but the most important thing is how you're going to turn things around how you do efforts in uh you know um living together peacefully and harmoniously especially if you already have children so yeah i think that's about it today and um i'm actually really glad that i am able to share this um reminders to you because um the well first of all um, I have experienced toxic relationship with my ex. Um, I've I've experienced how toxic a relationship could get. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to fix it. That's why we separated ways. But um, if it's the right person, and if you think that person is worth it, I think you should turn things around. You guys talk, and then you guys have a healthy communication. Talk to each other. See how you can work things out. But for now, I think I'm actually really glad on um, what I was able to share to you in this episode, which is, is your relationship toxic? And I hope I was also able to uh, give you some reminders on how you guys can, you know, save that kind of relationship and how to work things around. So um, again, I'm friends and um, I'm so glad you've been with me on this episode. So see you on our next episode, which will be next week, only here 
at Life and Love Cafe Podcast.